Hi, this is Daughter of the Diaspora. I'm Kima. And I'm Pearl. And we're both first-generation immigrants from the West Indies. I'm from Jamaica. And my family is from Antigua. Welcome to our podcast, Daughter of the Diaspora. We, we want our po- Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, girl. Girl, girl, we in this together. We want our podcast to look at the African diaspora in order to see what our shared experiences are and begin to understand our differences in hopes to like remove biases that separate us due to our influence in the dis- from our dispersion. Okay, but like, what does that mean to you? It kind of means breaking apart are breaking apart essentially <laughs> getting into our breaking apart because yes. i was i was going to say I, to me it's bringing us together and pearl's like no what we're going to do is break this bitch down i would i would like this podcast to help bridge the gap you know because we live in america you and i um. <laughs> and we live in new york and black people in america are not monolithic black people in new york city are not monolithic and i'm just like We tend to stay so focused on our differences. And it's like, but if you really get down to the nitty gritty of it, we're so similar, you know? Like, and there are a lot more similarities than we realize due to our African roots that we have mostly forgotten due to diasporic influencers or diasporic influence. I'm gonna say it both ways, because you'll say I can't talk. So I I want it to be like a small, you know, just help us know more about each other. You know, like, I don't know nothing about Antiguan people other than that one drink you gave me that one time. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I know. The drink was punch a cuba. Don't even, I still don't know what that is. It was white. It's the liqueur. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for educating me. <laughs> liqueur. Oh, okay. It tastes good though. I'll say that. It tasted very good. And I had like the whole bottle, I think, at the place. <laughs> I think I drank the whole bottle. Like, it was delicious. <laughs> we should get into what diaspora means. Oh, yeah. Cause some, yeah, you're right. Because some people, the other day, my girlfriend was like, so what is diaspora? Diaspora. And I was like, I'm going to say a bunch of ways. You know I talk funny. First, it's a noun. According to the dictionary, it's the dispersion of any people from their original homeland. And for us black people, it's important to note that we're here involuntarily, essentially. Most, most of, us. of us. Most of us. Like, my mother's husband came here on his own. But that was like, what, in the 80s? Honey. It wasn't in like six, I mean, 1680s. So I guess it's a whole different experience. Yes. Um, I mean, where are we taking from? Let's let's keep it above Africa. And you know, I feel like I feel like because black people unfortunately were taken from Africa, which led to our involuntary and or rather forced diaspora on our people. I feel like uh, we still have a lot of our roots that are like a part of our life, either blatantly or subtly. I think a lot more subtly, you know, because most people don't necessarily rec- like people don't. Mm-hmm. For a small example, you know how like when you pour one out for the homies in Africa, they have a whole thing about like pouring out libations for the ancestors, but here just like, pour a forty out. It's the same concept, if not the same exact thing. It's just different, and people don't really necessarily know why they do these things. And but they're but, there. But they're there. Deep. They're mm-hmm. yeah, and it's subtle. Like even though you can blatantly see a man pouring out a forty on the street, the subtleties as to why he's doing it, maybe he doesn't even really understand. And I would like us to get into it culturally from this American culture that you and I know into the cultures where our families are from, into the Caribbean, and then other cultures worldwide. Because like you and I, you have Antigua, I have Jamaica. Um, my mother's husband's from Ghana. So like, mm-hmm. let's say like that would be brought, yeah. And then like my sister's mother's from DR. Like 
and they and we all had these similarities but we're so focused on the differences like well, I'm better than you because I'm better than you right. and it's like we're so it's language differences is everything even though we're basically even the same thing it's prepared differently chicken and rice um, everybody in Korea make chicken and rice but I'm gonna tell you right now jerk chicken and rice might be a little better than whatever chicken and rice y'all got what what kind of chicken and rice do you guys have it's delicious chicken and rice. It's Antiguan delicious chicken and rice. <laughs> I know it's delicious. You know why? Because it's chicken and it's rice and you can't go wrong. And then the Afro-Latina cultures, because they are also of the sport influence, they have yellow rice. Have you had? Amazing, right? And they have similar things like jollof in Africa. They have like a similar, it's different, but it's similar. And I, I to the Ghanaians and the Nigerians. We're not going to fight for them right now. That's not our battle. We're talking about the type of dish. It's a rice dish with things in it, either beef or chicken or pe- We're not going to argue. We're not going to fight that fight for y'all. We like both ways. They're delicious both ways. But we know our tongues are not made to, to judge it. So we're not going to judge it. So y'all have that fight amongst yourselves, but it's really good. We love you all very much, okay? You know, I think that these are conversations that we don't have, you know? And I think that when we do have these conversations or when we tend to have them it tends to be more arguing and it tends to be more divisive i would like to use this platform and this space to understand to understand to bridge the gap to have us come together to have us what's the word i'm doing this with my hands (laughs) unite unite amalgamate (laughs) no (laughs) bond Mm -hmm. bond i would like us to bond i would like us to bond more and go oh look at us we have these similarities that are what I don't want to do is, re- is erase the cultures that we have now. Right. Like, I don't want this podcast, we erase your Antiguaness, we erase my Jamaicanness. I don't want that to happen. I want us to be, first of all, more proud of our backgrounds, know more about our backgrounds, and then be proud of the similarities we might have with somebody in Haiti. Right. Be proud of similarities we might have with somebody in Cuba. Be proud of similarities I might have with somebody in friggin' Mexican in Mexico, there are right. there are there are there are black Mexicans who Mestizo. like. Mestizo. Is it mestizo? We'll get back to that. I'm gonna look it up. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I might not agree. Mestizo. I thought that was um a native person from from the land, and then and then it was. You're gonna tell us. Pearl is looking it up. Pearl's looking it up. We want to be clear. We want to be. We want to be truthful within our assumptions. Excuse me. It's a man of mixed race. It's a man especially of, one having Spanish and indigenous descent. Yeah. So now you guys know what mestizo means. See, we're all here to learn. That's what we want to do. We want to learn. And I think that if we learn more about our roots, that we're gonna find our strengths. And we need to be more open about, you know, maybe sometimes being a little uncomfortable while learning. You know. Yes. We essentially just want to create a safe space where mm-hmm. we can uh, question, mm-hmm. we can um, learn, and just understand where we come from so we can understand essentially where we're going. And we're not going to judge nobody's culture either. Like, I'm not here, because we are, we are American. We have American standards. You know, we have, like, America's going through mm-hmm. their own thing of, you know, racial differences and trying to sort out their race stuff, you know, and I am, I don't want this space to be a space like if you told me something happened in Antigua and I'm like no but you guys are wrong for that I'm not doing that there's a no judgment zone we're not here to judge the cultures that we're going to learn about we're here to find the similarities amongst the cultures it is for you and your culture to sort that stuff out for yourself like we over here sorting out stuff in America I am not here to sort out respectfully it's not my place I don't think it's my place Mm -hmm. is it if you think it's your place that's your job (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not judging either. I don't, it's just not, so if you come and tell me something wild, I'm like, that's what happens in your country? That's wild. You know, I, I, I just wanted to be a space where we could safely ask questions to understand each other. And I would like to ask questions that, well, I don't want to use the word like, but I know we're going to end up asking questions that might rub some people the wrong way because denial is a hell of a That's drug. That's also part of the learning experience. Yeah, denial is a hell of a drug. As long as you're not. I mean, we can slap somebody. Rude. I mean, we can slap people. It's our podcast. We can do what we want. <laughs> like, but I, yeah, I would never be rude. But I, I, I just want people to be aware that like it's it might get uncomfortable sometimes because we have our um what you call biases. it biases, old belief systems. You know, because a lot of what we believe is training. We need to essentially sometimes untrain ourselves. Yes. I think it's important for us to untrain ourselves in order to like get to the next level of what we are. And basically, I would love to see black people, especially more so in the Caribbean, probably because that's where I'm from, so I'm a little attached. Mm-hmm. Um, the Caribbean South America be a bit more unified and like, you know, we, we, we all kind of got the same thing going on. Like, like instead of, I'm used to seeing us a bit more. Yes, this is what we do. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. Like. Keep to yourself. Meanwhile, I'm always like, the people in Jamaica play soccer all day. Me, but it's not a Jamaican thing. Reggae is a Jamaican thing. And then you guys play both and it's just like. And Calypso. Yes. I do enjoy Calypso. But you know, like, it's not always a thing. You know, it's like, why can't we just. Oh, I see. it's the wine oh and then I think that we need to touch on the fact that every black culture from the diaspora was influenced by the reigning culture so that's why our cultures are so different because like Jamaica was um, commonwealth of British England and then like whereas Cuba is Spain Haiti was France and and those reigning cultures have influenced how we created our cultures you know very present. Very present. Just like we're in America and the pe- the diasporic ancestors of the American, they're very different. Cause like sometimes I'm I hang out with my friends who are who whose ancestors are brought here as slaves and they're they're you know American. And I'm just like, that's crazy because we don't do that. Like, okay, my favorite okay, Thanksgiving. This girl was like, what do you eat for Thanksgiving? We're having ham, we're having turkey. And I was like, oh, well, we make curry goat. We make jerk chicken. We do have like a regular, we do, we do like a roast chicken too. She's like, you don't have ham? I was like, no, we don't really eat ham. And she was like, oh, but why not? And I was like, because we're eating curry goat. Like it's Thanksgiving. So we're still celebrating an American holiday, but because we are Jamaican, we're just doing it our way. Whereas like most of my black friends from the South, are, you know, they're doing turkey, they're doing ham hocks, they're doing collard greens. I didn't have collard greens until I was like 26. I don't think I had them until I was in college. You understand? Because our cultures are just different. I think collard greens are very good. Yeah, we do collard loo. We do collard loo, but they put pork and turkey legs in theirs, so it's really good. Try it today if you haven't had it. But like, the fact that we are doing something that is like of the American culture with our own twist on it? Yes. Twist or spins. Is it? See, we're saying the word spin, but to me, it's just natural. Mm-hmm. You understand? Meanwhile, my friends are like, Why, where's the ham? And I'm like, you want some more goats? <laughs> we would have both growing up, actually. Well, Pearl's family was chest high, so they had both. Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> my family was like, we eat goat in here. No, I'm lying. I think we had ham sometimes with a pineapple on it. Yes. And cherries. Why? Why is that? I don't know. Okay. With the glaze. I didn't eat that. I don't really care for it. The glaze? 
or everything else. Ham, period. Yeah, it's not already a thing. <laughs> like, meanwhile, someone's listening, like, you don't like ham? It, now people are turning it off because you don't care for the ham with the glaze and the pineapples on it. Shaming, shaming. More for everyone else. Um, we do have movies in our in our islands as well, and the cinema there is different. The storytelling is different. Mm-hmm. You know, just what the stories are rooted in what it influenced by and I think I, I just want this to be a space where we could begin to dig in and explore things that we don't already talk about but we tend to really fight about yes like you know an example of things that are different but the same yeah. how about I, the- was, I was gonna say between us like our languages what do you mean patois patois yeah oh like creole patois is different than my patois different yes. than your patois exactly I don't know I'm, I'm favoring mine but I could be very biased and by could be completely. I'm completely well, biased. Allegedly, our patois are the most similar between all the other islands. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. We have similar patois. I'm looking forward to us speaking it on this podcast. And by speaking it, I mean like how we do Spanglish, Patrolish. <laughs> That's how I talk now. <laughs> you know, how I talk now. You'd be like, what? What's that word? It's very weird for me to speak that way. And then the few times and that's you probably do, something we'll just discuss. Too. We need to talk about that because the one or two times you I have known Pearl since 1847, right? And since 1847, it's 2021. Pearl has spoken in her Antigua dialect like twice in front of me. I drop a Jamaican dialect every damn day <laughs> talking to her. <laughs> but I grew up that way. Pearl was growing up. Pearl, Pearl went to a boarding school. I'm lying. She didn't do any of this. I'm making it up. This, this is her backstory. Pearl went to a boarding school mm-hmm. in Vermont. You tell me. I'm telling you. Okay. In Vermont, where it wasn't nuns, but they should have been. And Pearl came into class and I was like, Morning. And they slapped her. And they were <laughs> What do you mean, Morning? And she was like, I said, Morning. They slapped her again. And then they're like, It's good morning, ma'am. And then she was like, All right, ma'am. Good morning. And then they stopped slapping her. So they beat it out of her. But here's a true story. When I was a little girl in Jamaica, I was with my great-grandmother, and my auntie took me to Carnival. And I came home from Carnival to my great-grandmother, and I was like, rest in peace, Grandma Chung. And I was like, yes, Grandma, what a guan, da, da, da. And my grandma beat the dog shit out of me. She had a stroke, so it was like so heavy. And she was like, you're going she to- She had a stroke while she was beating me? No, 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 sorry, oh. sorry. <laughs> she had a stroke years oh my, before. That's crazy. <laughs> She kept on beating me. It had to the drop. Lick half and drop. She kept on beating me. No. And she beat me with love in her heart. And she was like, you are going to America to stay with your parents. You cannot go to America and talk that way. You will never get ahead. As a child, I was like, grandma. And when I got to America, I was like, oh, I get it. Still doing it anyway. But the point is, she definitely was trying to help. So if anybody asks, Pearl's story is she got beat. But the truth is, I definitely got beat. Rest in peace, I grandma. I got beat. My mother just told me not to speak that way. She sent me to a, she sent me to Antigua for a few weeks in the summer once, and I picked up everything everybody was saying, and I was so came happy back home. I want to have my little accent, honey. Your mother was like, "Come here, let me tell you something. Sit down. It. Come yeah. here, sit down. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you really quick. You're not gonna do that here. We back in the Bronx, okay? Is she the one that sent me away, not to go pick up habits. <laughs> to go, they come to America. Now, can we talk about? I like to talk about as well how when we leave our cultures, we left the Caribbean to come to America. Why some some are so focused on forgetting where they came from? You understand? Because I've heard people like in churches, assimil- I know assimilation, but at the same time, it's like 
why can't I assimilate your cheeseburger and then also eat your chicken? Why can't I do both things? You know, and I, and I remember hearing that when I was growing up, people were like, oh, you have to stop that. You have to become this. You have to do this. And it's like, I just got to be, but you just got to stay black and die. <laughs> That's all I got to do. That's got, the American way. Stay black Everybody and die. Everybody has to be different. But the same? Stomp out everything that's different in you, even though you can be like, oh, I'm from here, I'm from here. It's kind of just like when the Italians came here, they told them, they had them stop eating their their own food when the kids were in school, and they were basically eating what I like to call slop. That's oatmeal. So, so I didn't know this. Their babies were eating slop in schools. And they were like, this is the real food. Yeah, when the Italians were making everything healthy nutritious food and they go home and grandma i want slop and grandma's like oh, holding her rosary okay, start praying much. they all do it today nona <laughs> <laughs> i know what that is nona is like a grandmother in, in italian everybody just so you know mm-hmm. they're poor nona that's the thing though you're right like when we come here because i remember like even people at church you know oh you're doing that and i was like why can't i just be me um I, and i am a mix of unfortunately for everybody, for everyone unfortunately of all these things. You know, I'm Jamaican and I, I, I'm American. And on top of being American, I'm a New Yorker. I really can't help y'all. But that's kind of, you know, I want to talk about these things. And I, I want I want to talk to friends about these things. Our friends who are first generation or just came off the boat last week. And was like, my parents moved here when I was seven. And, I, and this is what I know from what we came from, right. what we doing now, why we doing it this way, what my mother said and why. But all I can say, like, I, basically, we can't be better to each other until we know better. And I think that most times we're so focused on just being separate because we wanna, we want to be different. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to be different, aka special? You know. I feel like that's more of a thing now. What to be special? No, to be different, to to more stand out. I feel like. Oh, everybody. Maybe Twenty wants- years ago, everyone wanted to be the same. I mean, I wonder if we're saying that because we're adults now. As opposed to no. high schoolers. Because, you know, in high school, I wanted to be like everybody else. That's what I'm saying. But, we, but we're adults now. Mm-hmm. So are we are we saying that from a personal standpoint? Or are we saying it from a worldwide standpoint? Could we, are you looking through the lens of 17-year-old girl or 85-year-old girl? She's not, yeah. <laughs> she's not 85. <laughs> but if anybody asks, I'm 62 and she's 76. We look very good for our ages. Amen. But I, I, the lenses that we look through each other. Like, I, to me now, I just feel like... When I when I talk to somebody of a different culture, who is either Caribbean black or African black, they are very focused on what makes them not like me. And I'm just like, you're never gonna be like me. But we have a lot of matching pieces. Oh, in that sense, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I understand that. Like, you're like you're never gonna be like me. So stop focusing on the things that, like you had a liquor, pancha cuba. We have sangsters, mm-hmm. which is a rum cream. Yours is not okay. really a rum cream. Hmm? I bought you it. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, yours is not, Poncha Cuba is not really a rum cream, but we have a rum cream. And it's like, they're different, but they're kind of similar. Because the alcohol in both drinks are rum, even though they have completely different makeup. So why are we arguing and about it's the this? the same thing as, um, what's the Dominican one? The Coquito? Coquito. It's so similar. It's similar. Why are we so focused on the differences? Let's focus on the similarities and how we can bridge the gap. And that's what I want to do. I want to bridge the gap, you know? I hear you. I understand. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. And we also, and also the thing I want to do, I want to get the, the historical influences on our culture. Back in the day, how, you know, women of color, black women couldn't wear our own natural hair out. We had to wear head wraps. And that was a law on the books. I mean, you know? And I, and I wonder... There's so many laws policing our bodies. And I wonder if those laws are similar throughout the diaspora. 
I wonder if our struggles throughout the diaspora was similar based on the fact that we came from the central place of Africa mm-hmm. and when we got taken away and we got spread out. What similar biases are put on us just for being there? How did they try to limit us and or push us forward just by being there? You know, I want, I, want to explore that. I want to explore that as well because those historical influences have, have influenced us to where we are now as a people. Hmm. I think we've touched... I mean, I, I mean, I just wanted to tell everybody what we're doing while yeah, we're doing it. I think it. we've hit most of our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I guess, buckle up for the ride. We're going to curse. And by we, I mean me. Okay. And for, welcome again. To the daughter of the diaspora. 